Welcome to Breakthrough Prayer Podcast with Pastor Camille Sophia. Thank you for joining us today. We hope it gives you a reason to know that the time for transformation is here, and that time is now. Here is Pastor Camille Sophia. Amen. Second Kings chapter 20. Reading from verse 1. In those days, Ezekiah was sick and near death. And Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amos, went to him and said to him, Thus said the Lord, Set your house in order, for you shall die and not live. Then he turned his face toward the wall and prayed to the Lord, saying, Remember now, O Lord, I pray, how I've walked before you in truth and with a loyal heart, and I've done what was good in your sight. And Hezekiah wept bitterly. Bow your heads. Father, we thank you for the word. Lord, we know preaching is nothing unless the anointing is upon it. And so, God, I pray that the anointing will come. Lord, I pray that you, God, will release me to preach what you want everyone to hear. Lord, I decrease. And I allow you, God, I invite you, God, into my heart to preach the undiluted word. That this word will not return void. God, I pray you bind up every principality, whether they come by the land, the air, or the sea, that they, oh God, will have no power in this house. God, I pray you kill every demon, every devil, every wickedness, every wicked heart. And I pray, God, even now, God, the church will be vigilant and sober. Their eyes are open now, God. And we pray that, God, lives will be changed and be transformed for your kingdom and for your glory. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Give your neighbor my sermon title, You Better Get Right With God. In the Canadian verbiage, it's you better get right with God. But in Jamaica, the Jamaica colloquialism is you better get right with God. So whichever one you can take it. You may be seated in the presence of God. By way of homiletics, three points. Number one, your disobedience will cost you something. Point number two, obey him. And point number three, if death knocks, is your soul right with God? Get right with God. Far too many times one hears this vernacular from the body of Christ. Many of us have spent numerous hours on our knees crying out to God for the salvation of our loved ones. Isn't it ironic that the same people we cry out for knows how to prepare themselves for a job interview, a driver's license test, an examination, a wedding, a newborn child that just came uh, into the world, just to name a few. However, these same people seem to put a delay or a postponement and a hold on their salvation. 
Many have placed more weight and importance on material and less emphasis and importance on spiritual things. There is more emphasis placed on things that are temporal and one thing, one thing that allows humans to live forever in eternity allows us to identify the will and the purpose of God for our lives is treated with no urgency, no priority, no importance. How can one enter the earth realm and live 15 and 25 and 35 and 45 and 60 years without an established and healthy relationship with the one who created you? How can you ignore the calling of God on your life? How can you ignore your purpose? How can you reject a relationship with the Almighty God for a relationship with the devil? Ah, when you begin to look into the earth realm right now, we can say that the signs of the time are upon us. The world is getting ready for the one world government, and we hear of wars and rumors of wars and the coming of the Antichrist and the mark of the beast, and there is lawlessness, and we're in perilous times. I'm here to announce to this church this afternoon that Jesus is coming soon and my question is are you ready to meet him my question is are you on the Lord's side uh, my question is is thine heart right with God for the songwriter says you better get right with God come and do it now let me give you a background of the text Prior to 2 Kings 20, we learn a few things about Hezekiah. In chapter 18, we learn that he was the most godly king of Judah since David. It was Hezekiah that you see remove all the high places and uh, cut down uh, the wooden images. And in, in 2 Kings 18, 5, the Bible said he trusted in the Lord God of Israel so that after him there was none like him or among uh, all the kings of Judah nor who were before him. He was a godly king. But I come to announce to this house that your disobedience will cost you something. You see, in 2 Kings 20 verse 1, the Bible said that Ezekiah was sick near death. And he had a sickness that the Assyrian army had that was killing them. His disease was fatal. And unless God intervened in mercy, he would have surely die. Uh, it is said that Ezekiah's dangerous illness was caused by a discord between him and Isaiah over who should pay who a visit. Uh, and Ezekiah's refuse, refusal to marry and have children uh, and even though in the end I 
Isaiah's, uh, he married Isaiah's daughter. So he was being rebellious. And so God put a sickness on him that he would connect uh, with the prophet. Uh, you see, in those days, the prophet was God's oracle. The prophet was God's mouthpiece. And even though there was a king, uh, the prophet had to listen to the instruction uh, from the almighty God through the prophet. And sometimes these kings want to do their own thing. They want to go their own way in their own direction. And we see that prior to Ezekiah, his, his dad Ahaz was a wicked king and he rejected the direction and the instructions of the almighty God. Ah, but so it is in today's society where the preacher can preach the undiluted word of God but only a few will surrender their lives to God. You see we're living in an epoch in which mankind is walking in total rebellion to a holy God who have created them. You see the Bible emphatically states in Luke that the sower went out to sow seeds uh, but you see uh, when he went out uh, uh, some fell by the wayside uh, and it was trodden down uh, and the fowls of the air devoured it uh, and some fell on the rock uh, and as soon as it sprung up uh, it withered away because it lacked moisture and some fell among thorns uh, and the thorns sprang up with it uh, and choked it uh, and other fell on good ground uh, and sprang up and bare fruit uh, a hundredfold. You see, we're living in an era now where we don't want to hear about God or the things of God or the ways of God. We're living in an era where men want to operate in total rebellion. Men want to do their own thing. And many of you under the sound of my voice is living a life that God did not ordain. You're living a life and it's not your purpose. Uh, you're on the wrong side. You're gone the wrong way. And the reason why you're in the wrong direction is because you decide to be totally rebellious to an almighty God. You have turned your back on God and you said, God, I don't want your way. I want my way because I believe my way is the better way. Ah, but I've come to tell you in this house that your disobedience is going to cost you something. Ah, you see, God is always speaking to us, but we're not listening to him. You see, the spirit of disobedience as it relates to the things of God is affecting you. It's affecting the church and it's affecting the world at large. But I come by to tell you that we need to stop disobeying the voice of the almighty God. Ah, come by to tell you that there is a price to pay when you disobey the voice of God. Let no man deceive you with vain words. For because of these things come at the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. Why do you call me Lord, Lord and not do the things that I tell you. I come by to tell you that your disobedience to God is going 
gonna cost you something ease disobedience plunge the world into sin and Moses disobedience caused him to miss the promised land the disobedience of Achan caused Israel's defeat in the battle of Ai Saul's disobedience cost him the kingdom and I come by to tell you that your disobedience to the voice of God is gonna cost you something when you decide to shut down your ears against a holy God it's gonna cost you something you might not see it yet but remember oh God to take some sermon notes remember that I told you it's gonna cost you something your disobedience to your total surrender will cost you something You have to train yourself to obey and to listen to the voice of God. The songwriter says that his voice makes a difference. You got to trust him in the good times and trust him in the bad times. Uh, it's time for you to obey him. Uh, the Bible says to obey is better than sacrifice. And from Genesis to Revelation, the Bible has a lot to say about obedience. Can I go there? You see, when you obey, the Bible says you will be blessed. But when you disobey, he says you will be cursed. You see, the concept of obedience relates to hearkening to a higher authority. Obedience is an act of worship. You see, God rewards obedience. And obedience proves our love for God. Obedience is better than sacrifice. It doesn't matter what you do until you begin to obey a holy God. Ah, uh, you have not yet moved him. It doesn't matter how much you have done good. It doesn't matter if you have given to the poor. Uh, until you totally surrender, until you totally obey him, good God Almighty, you have not begun to please him. Ah, uh, I have a question this afternoon. If death knocks, is your soul right with God? Ah, you see, the Bible uh, advised that the prophet Isaiah delivered the word uh, from God unto Hezekiah. And thus said the Lord, he said, set thine house in order for thou shalt die and thou shalt not live he said to Ezekiah your time is coming your day of expiration is coming and I know many times we think that we're gonna live forever but I come to tell you that all of us have an appointment with debt ah the story was told that Mr. Debt went to a house and when he went to the house Ah, uh, he said, uh, I've come to this house because it's your time. And the person says, ah, uh, I'm not ready. And when Mr. Dead looked on the list, he said, no, I've not missed the house. I've not missed the name. I know it's your time. And the person invite Mr. Death into the house. And he, he tabernacle with Mr. Death. He 
treat Mr. Dead really good. He gave Mr. Dead some good food. And Mr. Dead says, you're so good. I'm going to stay the night. In the middle of the night, the man woke up and he crossed his name from the top and he put his name on the bottom. When Mr. Dead got up in the morning, Mr. Dead says, you've been so nice to me. I'm not going to start from the top, but I'm going to start from the bottom. You can't escape your appointment with death. Ah, but God was merciful. He said to Ezekiah, set your house in order. You see, sometimes uh, the righteous may think that church activity and church attendance make you righteous. Uh, and many times we think that when we practice spiritual uh, discipline and when we do certain things in the kingdom, it makes us righteous. But this message is not only for the unsaved. This message is also for the righteous, the so-called righteous. Because sometimes you sit down on the message as if you've arrived. But you're the same people that would chew me up. You're the same people that would chew up your brother. You're the same people that will chew up your sister. Good God Almighty. Sometimes you appear that you've arrived. But you're the same one that even though I'm on the front line working for the kingdom, you want to tie me up and you want to shoot me because you're confused. You don't know which side you're on. And sometimes you act like church and you prepare, you pretend like you're on the Lord's side. Ah, but I come to serve you. Notice, you can't get confused on which side you're on. Because when you're on the Lord's side, you're going to work for the kingdom. Everything about the kingdom, you're going to have a desire for it. And this message is for you too. Because if God should come, I can tell you that we are all not going to make it to the pearly date. Because some of you, you still do what you got to do. And then you come on the praise team and you dance. And some of you are on different auxiliaries and you're still not living right. Oh, but I come by to tell this church, set thy nose in order. Your title don't make you. The job you do don't make you. It's what's in your heart. Get right, get right, get right, get right. Get right with God. It's not room for rent and apply within. God is still a God of holiness. He said without holiness, no man shall see God. Can I tell you that most of the warfare I go to is from church people. With people with tail and big tail too. And sometimes I get confused. Because if I was listening to them, I would have been dead long time. But thanks be to God that give us the victory again and again this house need not to be confused if you're on the Lord's side act like it live like it worship like it be like it don't bring a strange sound or a strange fire to the world or to your family or to your children but let every man Work out your salvation with fear and with trembling. Judgment day is coming. God is coming. He's coming for a church without wrinkle and without spot. God 
is coming, church. The Savior is coming soon and very soon. We're going to see the King soon and very soon. We're going to see the King. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're going to see the king. We're going to see the king. We're going to see the king. Going to see the king. The king is coming. The king is coming. Is your all on the altar? A sacrifice laid. Your all must the spirit control. You can only be blessed and have sweet rest when you're when your all is on the altar. Man has a preparation problem. Can I tell you that I'm sick and tired and sick and tired, sick and tired when I watch folks ah, kill themselves. They prioritize everything, but God is on the bottom of the list. And I looked and I said, they're foolish because they're prioritizing something that's going to burn up at the judgment. But their eternal home, <laughs> their eternal salvation, God has given every one of us the ability to live forever in eternity. Some of you are waiting for death to come. You're waiting on a sickness. You're waiting on a sign. You're waiting on something bad to happen. You only want to give your life to the Lord when you're at your worst. When you tried everything else. Ah, shame on you. Ah, shame on you. That you have to be broke and busted and disgusted and mash up and tear down. And when you've tried everything and it can't work out, then you decide that you want to try Jesus. You want to try Jesus. Oh, but the devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. I come by to serve him. Notice that you're not going to come to God when you're busted and disgusted. But you're going to look within yourself and say, God, if you can use anything, you can use me. Not when I mash up and broke up and pop up and shut down. But God, in this season, I give you my life. Because surely there's a work that I can do. The story was told in the book 88 Reasons. Jesus come in 1988 by Edgar Hunt. Ah, uh, these people thought that Jesus was gonna come uh, in a little while. And so what they did, they went around and they make sure that they repent from every sin. Uh, they had made restitutions for their wrongs. Uh, they apologized to folks that wronged them. And then they lived uh, their purpose. Uh, they supposed they live life the right way for a few days. And when God didn't come, they went back to their old ways. Ah, you see, man is willing to get ready based on a date. But may I submit to you this afternoon that there's no date and time. The Bible said the Lord will appear like a thief. 
like a thief in the night. There's not going to be any announcement. When the burglar comes to your house, there's nobody standing outside with an announcement. They're going to find the best way to enter your home without anybody hearing. Uh, some people spray something that you sleep through it, uh, that you can't wake up because the objective is to make sure they come in uh, at a time when you least expect. I'm about to tell you that when the world think he's coming, he's not. And when the world think he's not coming, that's when he's coming. Ah, but we need to understand that God is going to come with us suddenly. Ah, you see in the book of Genesis, during Noah time, they were marrying and giving into marrying. And they laughed at Noah. Ah, but check made on them because only eight were saved. You see, holiness is not a popularity thing. And you see, many people will not run into heaven because it's not a popularity thing. But if it's a sin, if it's a dance, if it's a stone love, if it's a brook wine, oh, glory be to God. If it's all different kind of unrighteousness, you're going to have a crowd. You don't need to announce it. People will just show up because you see, man don't want holiness. Man don't want righteousness. Ah, but I come to kill a demon now. I come to kill a demon It's about time that we realize what time it is. What if you were on death row today? What if Jesus should return now? Where will you spend your eternity? Ah, you see, you got to understand there's two types of debt. You got spiritual debt and you got physical debt. You see, first you will die spiritually before you die physically. And many of you have died spiritually long ago, but you don't know it. You see, when you know you're spiritually dead, you don't have an appetite for spiritual things. Ah, you vomit it and you spew it out. Uh, nothing move you when it comes to spiritual things because the devil has stuffed you up with so much things that when spiritual things come you can't you can't have the appetite ah because you don't understand Satan is trying to shut you down ah because he wants you to go to hell with him but until you wake up and realize that God did not plan for you to go that way ah glory be to God it's not in his plan for he says for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life God did not send in the world his son in the world to condemn the world but through him you might be saved it's about time you take the offer that God has given you it's time to turn around it's time to make a change it's time to denounce sin you gotta say I'm no longer a slave to sin I'm redeemed you gotta say Satan let me go release me let me go Satan for sin shall not have dominion over you what shall we say then oh glory be to God oh my come on church 
For the wages of sin is dead, but the gift of God is eternal life. Come on, we shall not all sleep. We shall be changed in the twinkling of an eye. This corruption must put on incorruption. sting grave where's your victory for when the roll is called up yonder I'll be there when the roll is called up yonder I'm gonna be there is your name in the Lamb's book of life is your name written in the Lamb's book of life the trumpet shall sound the dead must rise first you're gonna meet the judgment judgment day is coming what will your answer be if it's God it's God if it's hell it's hell if it's heaven it's heaven but it's time to turn it's time it's time And I'm coming down. I was at the office this week. I said, God, preaching and pastoring is hard. I said, God, here am I praying for people, for their eternal life. They don't want to take my call. Some of them, you ask them and you teach them and you show them. But they rather serve the devil. I said, God, am I confused? Praying for house. Me corobosas. I said, God, why is this necessity on me that I should stress and pray and see God for man's soul? And then they turn their backs. As if they're doing you a favor. Oh, Jesus. I say, God, secular business would be easier. Because I wouldn't care. Jesus. But I care too much. My Lord. I can't stop thinking about it. I can't stop praying for them. It's in me. I say, God, let them see that you're coming. You're coming. You're coming. Convict them, Lord. Don't allow them to perish. 
some of you, you're too rich. You spend your time buying and buying and your family's going to hell and you sleep well every night. And your children are hell bound and you sleep well all the time. And you're up front speaking in tongues. Ask my children when they're out of kilter, I can't sleep. Ask them. I can't rest. The church need to have a righteous indignation. Sinners, you need to look within yourself. You're going to remember this woman in this white dress and this crazy hair. Some of you look at outward appearance. Oh, but you need to have a dialogue with God. Where will you spend your eternity? Ezekiah listened to Isaiah and his rebellion could have gotten the best of him. But the Bible says that Ezekiah Turn his face to the wall and he begged God for mercy some of you need to comfort your pride and beg God for mercy you need to repent it's repentance time and stop pointing finger because every one of us under the sound of my voice have something that God need to fix. I'm sick and tired of self-righteousness. He says he turned his face and he repented. When he repented, God added 15 years to his life. He's a merciful God. He said, I'm not going to leave you. I'm not going to forsake you. But he says, none that come is he going to turn away. Softly and tenderly stand. Jesus is calling. Calling for sinners to come home. Some of you have a great purpose. You will see it when you come. Thanks for listening. Our mission here is simple. To bring you the saving love of Jesus Christ through salvation. We hope you'd subscribe and share this podcast so you can receive the latest podcast in your daily victorious Christian walk with God. We also invite you to visit our website, www.adonaiministries.ca, to know more about us. You can also follow us on social media to join our live services online to stay connected. Worship with us this Sunday at Adonai Ministries Toronto, located at 1111 Finch Avenue West, Unit 34, Toronto, Canada. We'd love to pray with you today. Simply call plus one six four seven 
882-9708 right now. We love to appreciate your financial support and donations. It keeps the ministry going. We're praying for you. Adonai Ministries, transforming lives for the kingdom of God. 